Allegretta Alive is a self-love coach, empowerment speaker, spiritual awakening guide, and adoptee advocate. In the self-love movement, there are no followers, only leaders, creators of their own joy, heroes of their own story, champions of a compassionate world. The Spirit of Self-Love podcast reminds us that we are all miraculous beings with purpose and can help humanity elevate and evolve by returning within. Do you remember who you really are? Hello, leaders of the self-love movement. Today, I want to acknowledge the various crimes against humanity that we experience on this planet and the steps we can take individually and collectively to resolve them. This is a special episode. I know that it's a special one because it's taken me so long to sit down, be present, and write it out. I've been feeling too tired, too brain foggy, and too angry to dive into what needs to be said. And there's so much that can be said and should be said that I don't even know where to begin. When we look on the outside, in our external world, with the fires, the storms, the violence, the scarcity, the lack of justice, and the lack of answers, how could anyone honestly say that where we are currently is in any way improving? When we collectively experience a massive rebirth and awakening cycle, it looks like we're being destroyed. And we are. This is how we rebuild ourselves and the systems that fail us. To see the significance of death in front of our eyes in a variety of forms for the past six months without the distraction of our robotic regimens, we all watch our rebirth together. The ways of old earth must fade so that new earth can be built. The key is that now that we've experienced destruction, we have to choose ascension. Nothing can go back to how it used to be because it's not meant to. So we are being forced to perceive everything differently and to show up for our world differently. All crimes against humanity have persisted on this planet because we the humans have unconsciously given our power away to illusions. Illusions like duality, separation, and unworthiness have negatively affected our perception of ourselves, each other, and our world. When one of us lives a day-to-day life in limited, distorted perceptions, a wave of falsehoods echo throughout all of us in collective humanity because we're all consciously connected. Falsehoods like judging each other, discrimination, prejudice, violence, exclusion, and manipulation have been weapons we've allowed ourselves to carry in humanity's survival kit. And according to Dr. Joe Dispenza, author of Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, whenever we're in survival mode, mentally, physically, emotionally, we make selfish decisions. Because our mind and our body are solely focused and committed to our own needs to stay alive. Many of us have our primary needs met in a way that neurologically it doesn't make sense that we're still functioning in survival mode. Yet, the way that our world has been and the old systems that worked for past generations, or actually didn't work at all, kept us operating in survival mode, feeling empty and tired. The thing about survival mode is it's addictive. So when we try to relax and unwind, our bodies still operate as if they're under immense stress. So we worry and stress even more. So then we hop on the internet and we watch, air quotes, the news, to witness our own destruction that has become some sick form of entertainment 
and weird way to pass the time. And our world hasn't been well because we have not been well. Sure, we can argue all day about the definition of wellness, but we definitely know what unwellness is. Our world isn't well. We aren't well because we have allowed too much abuse, too much violence, and too much destruction. We have collectively, unconsciously confirmed that the level of violence and abuse that we're willing to take be so high that we all normalize and become numb to it. Well, leaders of the self-love movement, this shit isn't normal. We need to make time to really mourn this world of brokenness. We've seen violence against each other, violence against our earth, and violence against ourselves for generations. And the problems are the same, because we haven't tried an improved solution. And if we were to call up our ancestors right now and ask them, why did your society accept so much abuse and create so much violence? They'd say, we were in survival mode, so we had to live selfishly. We didn't know what you all know now, and we made mistakes in our limited perception. But we would have chosen to act differently. So you must be the change that we couldn't even conceive of. There hasn't been a proper answer to all of this because we have forgotten how powerful we are. The crimes against humanity we've collectively witnessed and experienced ourselves involve abuse against our bodies, mental and physical abilities, ideologies, identities, and most importantly, abuse against our spiritual expansion. At a time when we aren't distracted by old routine and old ways of being, all of the abuse we've allowed on this planet comes to light because it's been in darkness for so long. The things that we refuse to look at, confront, and acknowledge because we are afraid of them, the essence of darkness. Darkness is fear, and light is awareness. As our awareness expands, more darkness can be integrated and corrected. Humans are powerful, limitless beings. And when we channel our energy into destroying ourselves, our planet, and each other, of course we're going to create and manifest harmful, harsh conditions that attack against our true nature. We must return to love, gentleness, and peace. We are here as humans to experience a miraculous, profound transformation, and we're here to activate this massive shift in awareness that we're watching and playing significant roles in. We must commit to collectively evolve humanity through resolving our stressful survival mode tendencies. At the root of abuse, manipulation, and violence, is the illusion of separation. Feeling separate from the world, from a sense of self, belonging, and purpose, and feeling separate from source and spirit. We are all connected to each other, and we are all united on a higher soul level. Here on this plane, on this earth, as humans, we experience the illusion of separation to test our compassion and empathy. The more separation we believe in, the more apathetic we become. The more we can observe when we're slipping into false perceptions of separateness, the more opportunities we have to correct it by seeing ourselves in another. 
When you join Spirit of Self-Love Podcast on Patreon, for $5 each month, you'll receive oracle readings, life updates, and monthly newsletters. And for $9 each month, you'll receive all of that in addition to our special Patreon-only episodes. To learn more about our monthly memberships, click the link in this episode description. To keep this podcast alive, review, share, and subscribe. And thank you for listening. So the answer to crimes against humanity is to first acknowledge that there is an action that is violent, harmful, dominating, or manipulating a person or collective. We have to be aware that there are cops assaulting and killing black folks because for many years we have said that colonialism, racism, and genocide are acceptable on this planet. We have to first be aware that there are pedophiles all over the world who profit from industries that partake in human trafficking and the abuse of children because humanity stopped valuing and believing in their own eternal innocence. And we have to be aware that there are humans on this planet who are living in unconscious existence and enjoy watching their fellow humans suffer because all over the world, we allow people who live in illusion and deception to become our leaders. This first step of acknowledging and being aware of a lot of things that we've collectively accepted can be really hard. Not a lot of people make it to step one. There's a great sense of accountability, responsibility, and testimony that goes into it. Especially when there are so many distractions and distortions that prevent us from seeing the big picture of unified humanity and collective consciousness, it's easy to slip back into the falsehood of separation. But the racist believes in separation. The rapist, the pedophile, the murderer, the thief, the abuser. To commit those kind of acts, you must believe in separation. And we all want a sense of justice and atonement for various crimes against humanity. We want justice to bring balance into our world for people to have consequences for their actions. But on a larger scale, maybe what we really want is something beyond righteousness and equity. In order for resolution to happen, we require something greater to heal our collective heart. What we want to change, we have to forgive. We have to be certain with conviction why we are moving forward and how the old ways no longer serve us. We cannot go back to a society that was sleepwalking and living in survival mode. We cannot live in tunnel vision, only focusing on ourselves and accomplishing our own materialistic goals without being mindful of how our life impacts the whole. We have to forgive the ways we have been letting our wounds decide who we are. We have to forgive how the assumptions and judgments of others have dictated our reality. We have to forgive ourselves and each other to pivot the collective toward the utopia Earth has always meant to be. To answer to crimes against humanity, we need to first be aware of what we no longer tolerate. And the next step is to forgive ourselves for allowing it for so long. Then step three is to live a life committed 
to progressing and evolving on this planet and in our societies by changing our perceptions. Because in order to change the world, we must change our perception of ourselves to remember how powerful we are. Going into step four, we have passionate conviction to use our abilities, our power, and our gifts to show someone that they are loved and to be supportive of others in the ways that they ask for. And then we repeat all the steps. We have the power to shift all of these horrible things on our planet. Each decade, we continuously progress, maybe within this generation, even within the next 10 years. We have the opportunity to change so many things as so much continues to break down. In order for these crimes to be corrected, we each have a piece of the collective healing that we must resolve within ourselves. In order to transform our world, we must transform ourselves internally. Since much of this change involves our thoughts and beliefs, many of the changes that we're striving for will arrive gradually, and we won't realize how much we've evolved until later. As our spiritual awareness continues to grow and expand, the question still lingers. Why are we here as souls, having human experiences? And why would we want to experience such suffering and torture across countless incarnations? Why would our spirit sign up to experience such pain? During times when I turned on myself, my gifts, and my connection to spirit, I wanted to see if I could find something greater out there. Of course, I always ended up falling and crawling back to the voice of my higher self in a state of humility and surrender when I came up empty-handed. Spirit, source, the universe, never abandons us. We are the ones who try to run away from a pure divine love so strong, so infinite, so bright, that we question if we're worthy of it all, and we are. There's no shame in being so profoundly lovable. We are each being called to activate and access unity consciousness. We do this by working together, overcoming the illusion of separation, healing the parts of ourselves that operate in stressful survival mode, and forgiving collective abuse. We are all on our own path, so some people are not meant to open up their perceptions yet. But as our mass awakening continues, we'll see more people begin to change and perceive their life and their world with more lightheartedness and compassion. Thank you for listening today. You are loved so profoundly. Thank you for being here at this time to assist in the evolution of humanity. Thank you for being a leader of the self-love movement. Remember who you really are. Love always. And I'll meet you at the next one. <laughs>